Hello, and welcome to Episode 9 of our podcast, Messianic Mysteries Revealed. And I am your host, Hal Leith. Our goal and purpose for this podcast is to make known the vast wealth of the prophetic scriptures that reveal the only true Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, there are over 300 prophetic details written hundreds of years ahead of time that were fulfilled by the Lord Jesus Christ. And this podcast will reveal many of these amazing, powerful mysteries, and we're excited you're with us. Uh, Our last podcast, we left off at Prophetic Detail 115. So let us go to Prophetic Detail 116, and it begins in Psalm 55, verse 12 through 14. And it talks about how the Lord Messiah would be betrayed by a friend and not an enemy. Let me read that for you. Psalm 55, 12 through 14. For it is not an enemy who reproached me that I could bear it. Nor is it one who hates me, who has exalted himself against me, then I could hide from him. But it was you, a man my equal, my companion and acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked to the house of God in the throng. And we know that Judas was a friend of Jesus, and uh, the prophetic detail that we just discussed is fulfilled in Matthew 27, verses 3 through 5, and Acts 1 16 through 19. Just a side note that Jesus Christ also washed Judas's feet at the Last Supper when he, Jesus washed all of his disciples' feet. Now, that's pretty powerful, knowing that you will be betrayed by this one, and yet washing his feet. Prophetic detail number 117 is found in Psalm 55, 15. The unrepentant death of the betrayer. That was fulfilled in Matthew 27, verses 3 through 5, and Acts 1, 16 through 19. Prophetic detail number 118, Psalm 68, verse 18. He was to give gifts to men. That was uh, fulfilled in Ephesians 4, 7 through 12. Prophetic detail number 119 is also in Psalm 68, verse 18. He ascended into heaven, and that was fulfilled in Luke 24, 51. Go with me now to Psalm 68. Let's read verse 18 together. You have ascended on high. You have led captivity captive. You have received gifts among men, even from the rebellious, that the Lord God might dwell there. Now turn with me in the New Testament to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There's one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Verse 9, now this, he ascended, what does it mean? but that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, 
till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So prophetic details, 118 and 119, were found in Psalm 68, 18, to give gifts to men and that he ascended into heaven. Now, I want you to know something that Ephesians 4 perfectly fulfilled this, but I want you to look at verse um, 11. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Those are gifts to men. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, these are gifts. But also, Jesus ascended. Look at verse 9. Now this, he ascended. What does it mean that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all heavens, that he might do what? That he might fill all things. A man can't fill all things. Jesus Christ was fully man and fully God. He wasn't half man and half God. He wasn't 75% man and 25% God. He was the great I am. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And when Jesus died as a man, he ascended that he might fill all things. And he gave these amazing gifts to us. Prophetic detail, number 120, is in Psalm 69, verse 4. Let me read that to you. Those who hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. They are mighty who would destroy me. Being my enemies wrongfully, though I have stolen nothing, I still must restore it. He was hated without a cause. That was fulfilled in John 15, verse 25. But I also want to add another viewpoint on this. Let's look at it. Let's walk around this this verse and look at it from different angles. Those who hated me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. They are mighty who would destroy me. These men were powerful. They were leaders, political leaders. Look at Pilate. Look at the Sadducees, the Pharisees, the chief priests, and being his enemies wrongfully. Now look at this, the end of verse four, though I have stolen nothing, I still must restore it. The transgression of our own sin, when Adam and Eve fell, they should not have tasted of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It was forbidden. They stole that fruit, and Jesus did not steal it. But this verse says, though I have stolen nothing, I still must restore it. Very powerful. And he was hated without a reason. He went around doing good. Now, I know we saw that prophetic Uh, detail earlier, but this is also repeated and added with other details like, I must restore what I did not steal. Prophetic detail 121, Psalm 69, verse 8. He was a stranger to his own brethren. Listen, let me read it. I have become a stranger to my brothers and an alien to my mother's children. Even his own brothers, half-brothers really, because we know that Joseph wasn't his real father. Even they did not believe in him and mocked him. And that fulfillment is in John chapter 1, verse 11, and John chapter 7, verse 5. The 122nd prophetic detail is in Psalm 69 also, verse 9. He was zealous for the Lord's house. That was fulfilled in John 2, verse 17. The 123rd prophetic detail was found in Psalm 69, And it's uh, verses 14 through 20. Let's read that. Psalm 69, and let's begin at verse 14. Deliver me out of the mire, and let me not sink 
Let me be delivered from those who hate me and out of the deep waters. Let not the flood water overflow me, nor let the deep swallow me up. Let not the pit shut its mouth on me. Hear me, O Lord, for your loving kindness is good. Turn to me according to the multitude of your tender mercies, and do not hide your face from your servant, for I am in trouble. Hear me speedily. Draw near to my soul and redeem it. Deliver me because of my enemies. You know my reproach and my shame, my dishonor. My adversaries are all before you. Reproach has broken my heart, and I am full of heaviness. I'm full of sorrow. Now, I want you to understand that these verses were completely fulfilled in Matthew 26, verses 36 through 45. Let's go there right now. Matthew chapter 26, beginning at verse 36. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to his disciples, sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to his disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time he went away and prayed, saying, O oh, my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. So he left them, went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. And he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. The 124th prophetic detail is in also right there in Psalm 69, verse 20. My soul is exceeding sorrowful. And we just read that in Matthew 26, verse 38. He told his disciples, my soul is exceeding sorrowful. That was in the Garden of Gethsemane. The 125th prophetic detail is also in Psalm 69, verse 21. He was given vinegar in thirst. That was fulfilled in Matthew 27, verse 34. The 126th prophetic detail was in Psalm 69, verse 26. The Savior was given and smitten by God. That was fulfilled in John 17, 4, 18.11. Let's go to 18.11, John 18.11. So Jesus said to Peter, put your sword into its sheath. Shall I not drink the cup which my father has given me? This was God's idea. The Savior was given and smitten by God. At one point it says in Isaiah, it pleased the Lord to bruise him, to bruise his own son for us, to kill his son because he knew it would pay for our sin, and he knew he would raise his own son from the dead. Prophetic 
detail, number 127, Psalm 72, 10, and 11. It talks about how great persons were to visit him, even kings like the wise men. Psalm 72, verse 10 and 11, and the kings of Tarshish and of the isles will bring presents. The kings of Sheba and Seba will offer gifts. Yes, all kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall serve him. Prophetic detail 127, that great persons and kings were to visit him and give him gifts. It also includes another detail when we look around. We walk around this beautiful psalm and beautiful verse and look at it from different angles. Yes, all kings someday will fall down before him. Every knee will bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. And this prophetic detail, number 127, was fulfilled in Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Let's read that. Very powerful. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod, the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod, the king, heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. And we'll get to this prophetic detail some other time. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod. When he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child, and when you have found him, bring him back word to bring bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. Yeah, right, Herod. You were such an evil, murderous leader, so insecure. Let's keep going. Verse nine. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold the star which they had seen in the east, went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. How powerfully and how powerfully accurate was Psalm 72 fulfilled. Let's go back. Psalm 72, verse 10 and 11. The kings of Tarshish and of the isles will bring presents. The kings of Sheba and Seba will offer gifts. Yes, all kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall serve him. The 128th prophetic detail is also in Psalm 72. Let's read verses 12 through 14. For he will deliver the needy when he cries, the poor also, and him who has no helper. He will spare the poor and needy and will save the souls of the needy. He will redeem their life from oppression and violence, and precious shall be their blood in his sight. The deliverance of the poor was prophesied. Psalm 72 verses 12 through 14, was our 128th prophetic detail. And that was fulfilled in his mission statement. Let's go to Luke chapter 4 and read verse 18. Well, let's go to Luke 4 and begin at verse 16. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. 
because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Look again, look at verse 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because, because there is a reason There's a purpose. This is his mission statement. The spirit of the Lord was upon Jesus because he's anointed him to preach the gospel to the poor. He fulfilled Psalm 72 perfectly. Before Jesus ascended up on high, he told the church that we enter into his own mission now. So the spirit of the Lord is also upon us, his church, because he's anointed us to preach the good news, the gospel to the poor. He sent us to heal the brokenhearted. He sent us to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Are you oppressed? Are you captive with addictions or sin? Are you brokenhearted? Have you been hurt? Have you been brokenhearted? Are you poor? Are you struggling? This gospel is for you. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Yes, Hal Leith to proclaim this, these messianic mysteries, to reveal them to your heart so you too can rejoice. Have a great day. This is episode nine. We'll see you in episode 10. Jesus, he gave us his life just to free.